This is the Cash Value Solutions Podcast, where your hosts, Jason Polmeyer and Kyle Mann, shed light on little-known money truths to help you take control of your financial future and become your own banker. Subscribe, rate, and review the show, and check us out at CashValueSolutions.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Cash Value Solutions Podcast this week. Kyle, can you introduce the subject? Yeah, we're going to talk about the importance of context. So in the sense of what are you doing, how are you going to do it, what are your goals, and what are your needs? Yeah, why, why are you implementing this process? Yeah, it's, it can be so misconstrued where the only focus of this is cash accumulation, the only focus is infinite banking, the only focus is death benefit. Like It can be a combination of everything or you know, only one thing. Mm-hmm. So. I think um, when people see or read Becoming Your Own Banker, a big thing that catches their eye is the illustrations. Yeah. Um, it, it really is, because those numbers are eye-popping. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, things don't look like that anymore. And are the policies still good? Yeah, but we have to remember the context. Look at everything else comparatively to what a life insurance policy is. Yeah. It's yielding less. And if it's a asset that typically only goes up in value like CDs or, uh, you know, other cash value life insurance policies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, I think that's the first hang up is we think that IBC is about a cash value life insurance policy instead of what it, what it really is, the is process, a process and a warehouse Yeah, for your capital, your mm-hmm. money. Yeah. Um, I know people can think that, you know, high cash value is all we need. But we've talked to people where, you know, that's nice, but maybe we're more focused on the death benefit in the sense of, you know, estate planning or just like risk mitigation. As in myself, I have two policies on my dad. We farm together. And if something were to happen to him, like it'd be, it'd be pretty substantial financially and just emotionally, you know, to where I would need, I need, I would need some help. I need to pay somebody to help me and and you guys have loans yeah we, we have loans so there's protection that you want from that yeah so i still need capital to operate so the policy needed to do both things for me where offer some great death benefit and some cash accumulation mm-hmm. so and so there was some compromise made there you mm-hmm. know where you know you took a little bit less death benefit to also have cash accumulation but you know since we do these policies kind of backwards we actually just we can just pay more premium, you know, to get yeah. the death benefit where we want it and still have cash accumulation. Yeah. Yep. And and then, you know, past the life insurance policies, like Kyle said, this being a process, we have to realize that when Nelson started that book, he spent, you know, probably 40 pages trying to describe the problems and everything with the financial system and our mindset and why, you know, he was building a base of why we're going to do this in mm-hmm. the first place. Yep. And, you know, the grocery store example that he gives is a tremendous one relating IBC to another business. Um, you know, the banking function seems to be hard for people to understand, but really our inventory is is the money, whereas in a grocery store, he used a can of peas as the inventory. And the way to make a business work like a grocery store is to sell cans of peas, right? Mm-hmm. You know, to, to move the inventory. 
well, the way that you properly use IBC isn't just structuring a policy for maximum cash value and leaving it sit. It's you use it. Yeah. And you might not know what the best purpose for you is. Like, you might not know if you need to focus on death benefit for somebody or if you need to just focus on a cash accumulation for yourself. Um, so we can help determine, you know, the context, but you have to have like the ground level understanding of what your needs are. Definitely. And as, as well with that, when we're developing context, you know, I, I don't want this to come across as, well, instantly when you pay a premium, you have to go out and, and borrow from your policy. I don't want it to come across as that, but we have to remember that this is a process and if we are truly going to do IBC, we are going to use these policies. You know, it may be three years, you know, before we use them or something like that. Maybe we capitalize it for seven years before we even use it. Yeah. But that whole thing, you know, uh, of being a process, you know, and we're building towards something. I mean, that truly does mean something. You know, it isn't just about the life insurance policy. Absolutely. So I guess we, we just need to be aware of that and um, just not look and see what, or watch YouTube or listen to these podcasts and be like, you have to do it this way. No, you don't. We don't have to do it that one way. There is no one way. And maybe it's different products that you want to use. I don't know. But like, maybe it's, maybe you don't want to pay that long for whatever reason. Like we believe in paying as long as you possibly can, because you're probably going to make money throughout your life and it needs to go somewhere. But for some people, Maybe 10 pays are the spot, you know? It's just developing the context is important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Couldn't agree more. And, you know, if you're having trouble developing your context uh, and you've only listened to podcasts and whatnot and looked at YouTube videos, I, I truly think that picking up a book and reading is foundational to understanding this. Like, I just don't think that you can skip reading, becoming your own banker Yeah, and get this. And now it's on audible. So you can download it on the audible app and listen to it. Yeah. If you don't have time to read or you're not a reader, but, but what do YouTube videos usually focus on? You know, if that's where people are getting their education from Kyle, well, they focus on rate of return, the sexy stuff. So the illustration. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not about the process so much, you know, as understanding the product which is totally fine to understand the product. Mm-hmm. But I believe, and I think that you do as well, like that's, that's not the first place you get started. First, you understand why you would want to do this, why it makes sense. Yep. All right? Um, I mean, I've only, I've only been in the business world. You know, I'm pretty young um, for a couple of years. But, I mean, it just it's so eye-popping that once you start thinking like this, like having access to enough cash value or capital, like, that seems like it's always the limiting factor, you know. It in, always is. Yeah. In your mind and and not only in your mind, like what you're able to think about, but just getting a deal done as well. Yeah, and it just kind of flies over your head, you know, for a while. Like, you know, what I need is more capital to make these things happen. It's, it's maybe I have the money to do it, but I don't have that access to where it's, you know, I can actually, I know I can get it through this or whatever. And then once you're thinking like that, that helps determine the context, too, of why you would want to pay so much premium into a life insurance policy Mm -hmm. instead of just uh, 
you know, paying as little as you can with term life insurance. And Nelson kind of walked through that example too, uh, where he talked about financing a car and, you know, uh, he was using a life insurance agent, uh, selling a policy and talking about a money machine. And if it was going to produce, I don't remember the number that he came up with in the book, but say a half million dollars of income, how much would you want to insure that for? Well, yeah, half million dollars. Yep. <laughs> okay. But that was looking at it from paying the least amount of money as possible. Kyle and I just said that the limiting factor in almost everything we're doing is capital. So we're actually not paying enough premium. The more premium we pay is going to just naturally create more death benefit. Mm -hmm. We're just going at this from a different, um, we're approaching it from basically a 180 of what the industry does. Mm -hmm. So all these things help to develop the context, the understanding of why you would want to do IBC, why you would want to pay a lot of premium instead of a little bit of premium. And once that context starts to develop and why you're going to use a policy, why it would be beneficial to you, then you can start looking at the illustrations and whatnot. And who it makes more sense to insure? Is it yourself? Is it a business partner? Is it a spouse? You know, that's where we start to really dive into this. And so it's important to work with somebody who can help you develop that context and who is open to doing other things and not doing these one size fits all. Like, you know, the only way to design a policy is this, or, you know, you have to get insurance on yourself first before you do it on somebody or get a certain level of insurance on yourself before you get it on somebody else. Like everything is like fluid here. I mean, there's exceptions to every rule. Yes. Well. Yeah. So it's important to find somebody who's open to that, who practices this process on their own and who can help you get started and that you can trust. Mm-hmm. And you know, then, you know, just to try and reiterate that this isn't about life insurance, you can do this with a savings account at a bank. Yeah. You can take money out of there. It isn't required to repay it, but you can repay it and you can put more in there than what you borrowed, you know, because of what interest would accrue, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, you can do these things without a life insurance policy. The life insurance policy isn't what makes this all work. It just it just happens to work well if you use it it's the best tool for this process that is available right now yeah and that has been available so it's just not the life insurance policy isn't infinite banking you know you aren't you aren't practicing the banking process or infinite banking just because you have a life insurance policy no and i think that's where Again, reading Nelson's book or listening to it on Audible, whatever it is, like that foundation that is built in that book is is makes it so much easier to build your context around why you do this. And honestly, Nelson did, you know, he he was a storyteller and that's how he wrote that book. So it might take a couple times mm-hmm. of reading it. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any replacement for reading it. I think it's great to read some of the other books that are out there and stuff who can kind of speak in more layman's terms and but there's just no substitute for nelson's book mm-hmm. like you, you you definitely need to read it at least once and probably twice yeah um agree with that and i was just actually having a conversation this uh this weekend 
and uh, somebody that I know has read the book before, um, but didn't move forward. I was speaking with them and weren't talking about life insurance or anything, but they just brought up, you know, how the more capital you have, the better position you're in. Like you're always in a better position. Mm -hmm. It's like, absolutely. And I mean, that is what Nelson was getting down to is the reason you're doing IBC is to be in control, to have access to capital, Mm -hmm. to be able to take advantage of things. It isn't about the rate of return of the life insurance policy. Can we look at those things? Absolutely. But that, like we're talking about in this podcast, that isn't the context of what infinite banking is. No, absolutely not. So anyways, I I think that's uh, most of what I have to say. What about you, Kyle? Anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, I hope this kind of added some perspective to developing context in your journey with IBC. Another thing uh, real quick is after you read Becoming Your Own Banker, uh, Nelson wrote Building Your Warehouse of Wealth. And that book definitely does go over a lot of the things that were said in Becoming Your Own Banker. But Nelson does give a couple examples of how he used his policy to take advantage of opportunities. And it was just purely because he had access to capital in those life insurance policies. And that is what created so much wealth in his life was being able to take advantage of opportunities. It wasn't because the life insurance policy no. was just cranking out these Uber rates <laughs> of return, you know? Yeah. So anyways, uh, both are really good reads and highly recommend them before definitely, you get started with infinite banking. Definitely worth your time to do it. If you're going to invest the capital into these policies, it's definitely worth your time to to read what Nelson is teachings anyways. Spend... Just for those two books, you know, less than fifty dollars, you know, yeah. to educate yourself. It's yeah. not that much. What'd you spend on going to college and learning nothing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Yeah. So anyways, um yeah, uh, that's it for this week, guys. So we'll be back again next week with a new topic. This was the Cash Value Solutions Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Check us out at cashvaluesolutions.com. And don't forget to tune in next week.